Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. During our time together, we're going to hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to ask if you would kindly leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect with you on social media, so find me at Ainsley B on Instagram. All right, let's hop in. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Wild Confidence. Oh my gosh, are you getting a treat today? Jess Connolly is with us. She is a woman who really wants to leave her generation more in awe of God than she found it. And for from personal experience of following her and getting to talk to her, she absolutely does that. She and her husband lead Bright City Church in Charleston, South Carolina, one of my favorite places on earth, where they live with their four children. Now, before we hop in, y'all have to know my personal obsession with Jess's fashion. Oh um, you, <laughs> you've got to follow her. I mean, for the wisdom she shares and all of the incredible knowledge that she has, but also outfit inspo. Jess, welcome to Wild Confidence. <laughs> I need you to know that no one has ever said that about me ever. I don't even- Are you I, kidding? No. What? No. That blows no. my mind. No. I'm like- like a mom of four shows up in yoga pants and like, you know, tries to put on a cute dress for date night if I can. No. You're no, really no. encouraging. No, you do like really great color blocking. You do a <laughs> lot of awesome like simple outfits and then you also do the extravagant colors. So I'm like. I, I like the color. You're, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm encouraged. I'm, I'm taking <laughs> I also, I have like really fashionable people in my life. You know, my sister like runs a fashion business. So I'm like, I think a oh, lot amazing. of it is like comparison when you have, when you have like, Anna who works with me, who runs Go and Tell Girls is like the most fashionable person I know. So I just have people who are like really good at clothes around me. So I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just kind of wearing like yoga pants, but I'm, I'm blessed <laughs> and I'm taking it. I'm going to tell people you said it too. Just, um, you know. absolutely. I'm actually, so this is, um, this, the course will be out and everything by the time this airs. So this is just a side note, but I'm, you know, starting the course today for, uh, inhale, exhale. And yeah. I clicked on the first video and I was like, the earrings, the top, I'm so here for it. So I was like, you're so encouraged. Especially inspired this morning because I'm in Listen. yoga pants and a sweatshirt. But do you know my secret? Do you know my clothes secret? Have you heard me talk about no. it? Yes, yes, yes. The subscription thing. Newly, right? Yes. It's newly. newly. I can't, I don't know how anyone lives without it. I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's necessary. Yeah. I need yeah. to do it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I kind of promised myself that I would do it whenever I, uh, cleaned out my closet. That's good. That's good. I'm like, good. you don't deserve a subscription until you clean this mug out. Well, just so if no one knows about Newly, let me give you the like 30 second pitch. You pay yes. $88 a month to rent six clothing items. Um, you pick the items. It's not like a thing where they send you, you know, stuff that you don't like. You pick the items, you pick the sizes, the website and app has like incredible reviews. So you can like look at people mm -hmm. who have your body type. You can see pictures of them wearing it. Um, and the clothes are all very high end. So it's anthropology, free people, really nice brands, like $400 dresses. And you just pay $88 a month. So I've done it now for an entire year. And I wow. just, I just, 
I'll, I'll, I still buy like workout clothes, but I, you, I just don't buy clothes. So yeah. I mean, jeans, jackets, um, all of it. And then let's say you get six things and you love one of the things you just can't get enough of it. You can buy it for 50% off after you've rented it. <gasps> What? I didn't know that part. Straight 50% off. But also like there's no late fees. I have no affiliate code. Like I've emailed them and said like, can you give me an affiliate code? I'm just telling you this from the kindness of my heart. Like you, everybody needs Newly. Um, I don't get any money for saying this. (laughs) Everybody needs Newly. Unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, (laughs) things like if you're going out of town, if you're going to like a wedding weekend, any kind of big party, like don't buy a $200 dress, spend $88. And then you get to pick from like three different dresses just in case you don't like one of them. Right. You know? Oh my gosh. I got to do it. I got to do it. I live in Charleston. It's not really worth it for me to buy a $200 coat because I'm going to wear it four times. So I get exactly newly because then I can get like fun, funky coats, you know, I'll, I'll, yes. I, I'll move on, but like everybody needs it. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. I am definitely going to check it out because I've heard you talk about it before and that was the kind of promise that I made to myself and I'm slowly but surely uh, cleaning up my closet. So maybe 2021 is my new, newly year. <laughs> I bless it. I bless it. <laughs> so you and I actually know each other from one of the greatest people ever. Yep. Yep. Annie Downs. She's the best. She's the best. Have you gotten to talk to her lately? You know, we actually texted the other day. She texted me something and I, te- you know, you know what you do as friends. She texted me like maybe on Monday or Tuesday and I texted her back something big and I haven't heard back from her yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that was a big one, Annie. Give, give me, give me a hit back. <laughs> Those longer texts where she has to like, or like, you know, when you get them and you yeah. have to, okay, I have to sit yeah. down with this one. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. But no, she's yeah, I, she's everything. She's everything. And so, yeah, you know, the story is I said, she asked the question, who would you have open for you? If, if openers were a thing for Christian speakers, who would you have open for you? <laughs> and I said, somebody else. And she said, um, you. And so I was like, oh, I have to know her. I have to know who you have in your opener. It's like you're her. You are. You guys are such a beautiful brand of like funny Jesus followers. <laughs> we she is my hero for sure like she just answers all of my questions and I'm just so I just they am so thankful for her and you know what's funny is um so I went to Belmont in Nashville and my husband went to Lipscomb well Belmont is typically you know where uh you would meet like people who would become famous or something like that yeah, like yeah they all go to Belmont and so I seemed like really connected. And then when I met Justin and he connected me to Annie, I was like, wait, you win. Like, this is amazing. Like, I love it. She's been so awesome to me. And I'm just so uh, thankful that my husband introduced she and I, but I'm also incredibly thankful that she uh, connected you and I, because since following you, I have been so inspired and so, and just grown in my faith. So Mm. um, I definitely want to encourage you in that and tell you Thank you for all of your hard work because Thank you, friend. Um, it is making an impact. And I know not just on me, but um, so I'm very excited to have you today and get to hang out. Okay. So I am so pumped about uh, just talking to you today and asking you all the fun stuff for our sweet friends. So the number one thing that uh, I want to start with is 
Talking about a time that you may have lost your confidence, is there a time that kind of comes to mind that you just feel like you just lost your confidence? You know, I feel like it might be easier to describe times I had confidence. <laughs> that might be more. Um, that might be more than point. Um, I mean, because because you know and care about the Enneagram, and I'm going to assume your listeners yes. do too, I feel like I can yes, work I with that as a reference. I'm an Enneagram 8, and so, um, you know, I think like – eights seem really confident but I like to say like you know usually on the inside we're like a stick of butter like we're you know um and I would even dare to say like when the more confident we seem probably the more scared we are the more like vulnerable we feel um but my like particular story is um like the way I met Jesus the way I've like experienced the world is that I did not I did not like grow up with a ton of confidence and I did not, um, I didn't have like my sights set on doing any of the things that I'm doing now. Like, you know, you know, people say like, did you just always dream about writing books? Did you always dream about leading? I'm like, no, never. I would have never mm. thought I, I could or would have been able to do any of those things. I was a stay at home mom who was like content to be a stay at home mom. And I thought, really, um, yeah, I thought that's what like was there for me. Um, And so, um, it wasn't for me until I, I mean, Nick and I went to college and I knew we were going to be in ministry in some capacity. And I had a short period right after we got married where I got excited about, um, like potential career things and, uh, actually like worked in anthropology and was gonna eventually try to like move up to their home office and, and do some things there. And then, um, left the workforce to, be a stay-at-home mom and really just went through like an intense season of extreme insecurity and then feelings of inadequacy, struggled with like a lot of postpartum depression and just thought like, I will this is all I'll do. Like, I don't, I'm a mess. Like nobody, I definitely thought I would not ever like work in a, in a, in a technical job again. And, um, definitely didn't think I'd ever do ministry again, just felt really like disqualified from everything. And so, um, there was a period for me in my late twenties where like opportunities were becoming available. And I mean, for me, how it happened is I was just a mommy blogger. So I was like writing about hair Mm. and Bible um, and my kids and going to the zoo. And then, you know, all of a sudden, like that was turning into people asking me to lead or speak or teach in different capacities. And um, I just, I just had like paralyzing fear (laughs) and feelings of like, lack of confidence. Cause I was like, I just don't, I don't, you know, what is happening? I don't know what I'm doing right now. Um, but all that being said, um, yeah, I've had just massive seasons of lack of confidence. And I, again, I think it would be easier for me to pinpoint moments where I haven't or where I've experienced like supernatural confidence. Cause just in general, I feel very in over my head for everything that I'm doing. Even, even still, Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you're doing a ton. You're doing a ton. Like I don't understand how actually one well, kind of partially it makes sense because an 8 has the most energy of mm-hmm. all the types, but mm-hmm. that one of the when I was thinking of like, oh, what, what do I want to know from her? Like what do, what are my questions mm-hmm. uh, other than Dawson's Creek? <laughs> one of them was like, how do you do it? 
And I was like, I hate when people ask that question because you just do it, you know? <laughs> like that's yeah. but but the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, I mean, the quality of your work and everything that you're doing is so incredible, in my opinion, and through my lens. Um so okay, so let's talk about then. Yeah. Is so what is a time that you did feel confident and what was that even like? Yeah. I mean, that's not to say, right, that I don't have flashes. Like, I'll have flashes of like, God's put me here. Like, I'm, and I would say in the last three months, I've had flashes of like, this is it. I'm supposed to do this. I'm meant to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when no one's around, <laughs> usually when there's like no one else to bounce that off of. Um, so I would say like writing. Um, or occasionally like I'll, uh, I, I, here's the thing. Let me, let me say like what the, the pillars are for me. I know that I know that I know. I, I don't think I'm the smartest person doing what I do. I don't think I'm the hungriest person. I don't think I'm the most eager. Um, and, and the great news is I don't have to be the best. So I'm like, I'm not competing with anyone else, but when you're asking like, well then why do it? Right. Like why do it? Mm-hmm. If like, if there's a lot of people doing it, but here's what I know. And these are the moments I feel wild confidence. I know that I am too passionate, (laughs) overly passionate about seeing women step into their God-given gifts. Yeah. And so I, what I feel confident is in is his capacity to, to finish what he starts, Mm. you know? So I don't really feel confident in my capacity to like do any of that. I feel really grateful that he uses me pretty often um, to do it. But I'm like, I, here's what I know. I'm not the smartest one. I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the best. I, um, I don't have the best ideas. I'm not the most humble. I'm not the most scrappy. I know I really, really, really care about women. And that gives me some confidence. Like I know that at the end of the day, I have like a deep desire to see women run and, um, and how I, you know, even to like balance that out, like how I know that I have that is because I often am like too passionate about it because I mm-hmm. often have to be told like, all right, you gotta, you gotta simmer down, like, <laughs> <laughs> leave them alone. like leave them alone for a minute, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I don't even know that I could mark, like there was this month of my life where I felt super confident. I don't think I've had that since I've stepped into ministry. I actually know that I haven't. I know that so- I haven't. It comes in waves, maybe. Yeah, like really short, small ones. Yeah, <laughs> and they're great. But I, 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 if anything, like that's what I'm. That's why I love God because, um, if anything, it blesses me that you can you can act confidently when you don't feel confident. Yeah, you can like act faithful when you're full of fear. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's just a huge gift that we get to do that, that you can experience, right? Wild confidence yeah. in the midst of like, absolutely not feeling like you've got what it takes. Yes. And that's and I, only the kingdom, you know? Yes. I love that dependency. I love mm-hmm. that, that we, our freedom is in that dependency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our freedom to be, have wild confidence, confidence all stems from a dependent uh, 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 I don't know, dependency on the Lord's purpose for our lives. 
Yeah. Like yeah. I, I feel like the more I step into that, the more wild my confidence is, but the right. more I question it, the less, the more I'm like, uh, I don't know, you know? Right. Right. Now, there's one thing that you were talking about how like, uh, something about how a lot of women are doing it, like writing, speaking, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, which yes and amen. Thank you, Lord, that that's even happening mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to someone recently who wanted to do the same thing. And she was like, oh, I just feel like I'm stealing everyone's ideas. Mm. And I was like, okay, first of all, those ideas are God given anyway. So yeah. they're not ours to hold tightly to. Second, yeah. I was like, I will tell you everything I know so you can get there faster. 100%. Not that I'm like, you know, at the top of the place, but I mean, just so you can skip all of my mistakes, I will tell you everything I know because you have a, a different reach. Right. You have a different friend group. You have there's there's like these conversations and these charges and these um, commissions are so important because one woman can't reach everyone. Right. But all and of it takes yeah, it takes a lot of us saying the same thing, you know, yeah. for the message to sink in culturally. Like it takes a lot of us talking about confidence for us to be like, oh. Right. It takes a lot of us talking about freedom for people to get excited about freedom. It's just how it is. Yeah. It's like you have to hear it over and over and over and over and over and over to believe it. Yeah. Or for it to click. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if you have enjoyed Wild Confidence Podcast so far, I have something even better. We have launched a Patreon where you can get bonus content, Enneagram extras, and exclusive live Q&As. Head to patreon.com forward slash wild confidence to join us and support the podcast so we can continue. So taking into account like just how confidence comes and goes and ebbs and flows, is there anything that you do consistently that might help you stay confident? Any like practical tools? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that girl, but like, (laughs) it's it's not cliche because it's just real. Like, um, well, let me, I mean, the cliche thing is like, I spend time with God. Like I go to God's word. I don't, that's like, it's, I was, I was actually reading the Bible the other day and I was like, here's my personal perspective. I think a lot of us are like joking about reading the Bible. I think, this, I don't want anyone to be offended by this, but like, I, like maybe let's like all get humble and be like, I think a lot of us are saying like reading the Bible and praying, but like what we mean is like talking about reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talking about praying. Like yeah. sometimes when people say to me like, after I pray, I don't feel anything. I'm like, are you sure you're praying? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Like when I talk out loud to the God of the universe and I'm like, help, help. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. something gets inside me, you know? Um, yeah. But it's really easy to like talk about praying and not do it, right? Or it's like, it's even easy to like talk about spending time with God and to like, even like do something like it. Like there's some kind of like something that looks like that's what you're doing. Um, yeah. But it's not that, you know, it's not like I need help. I'm going to God's word for help. So, I mean, number one, that that's a part of Number two, I'm a, I'm a freak about, um, about three different things, like being obsessed with the people I'm serving, Mm. listening to them, paying attention to them, figuring out what their pain points are, 
Um, I'm obsessed with that. Like I ha I have to know what's hard for people. I just got off a phone call this morning um, uh, of someone who's like in a, in a people group that I'm serving. And I just said like, tell me what you need. Tell me what's hard for you right now. Tell me what I don't know. Um, because you will be, we will all be so empowered to do what God's asked us to do when we just listen to people who are hurting, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, when we just say like, what's hard for you? Um, so that's one thing I'm obsessed with. The second thing I'm obsessed with is vision. Just asking God, like, where are we going? What's up right now? Um, mm -hmm. What do you need from me? What, where is this all headed? What can you tell me? Um, what insight can you give me? And and also just casting vision for other people. Like, hey, if you're following me in any capacity, like, here's where we're going. Here's what the plan is. Mm -hmm. um, but I, and then I would say the last thing that I just let myself get obsessed with is desire. Like, what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. Um and, and why maybe do I think that God might have allowed me to want that? Um, yeah. And so I think those three things uh, on top of just spending time with God really helped me. Like listening to people, listening to God about where we're going, and just thinking about what I want. Because that's such a powerful question. Like what do you want from people? What do you want from your life? What do you want to do today? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And as you're kind of talking about this and actually spending time with the Lord and actually turning the pages, um, I'm just curious, and I know that it's different for every person, but mm -hmm. what does hearing from the Lord look like to you? Like, what is it like for you? I love this question. From the Lord. So we can't, we cannot ask this enough because we got to like de-spookify it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, it looks like, I mean, number one, like, you know, the word, like if I hear something in the word, um, that's important. But the other thing that I say is that like, I might get to heaven and God might have said like, okay, crazy head. Like you <laughs> thought I was talking to you all the time. Like <laughs> you were wrong. You are in that job. But I kind of think if he says that, he's going to like giggle at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be like, "Oh, you're so cute." Um, uh, what I'm, what is concerning to me is that I don't want to get to heaven and God be like, "I was talking to you all the time." Yeah, I was talking to you all the time, and every time I was talking to you, you thought it was about you, but it was like always about me. Um, and so you called every good idea or every desire. Um, like your strategy or your insight. And, and it was always like me, it was always me giving you insight and wisdom. So wow. if I want something and it is good for other people and it bring God, brings God glory, I'm going to say like, I heard from him. He put this desire yeah. in my heart. If I have a good idea and it is good for other people and it brings God glory, I'm going to say like, I heard from God about this. Yeah. Um, if I read something in his word that's like interesting to me or compelling or teaches me in some way, um, rather than saying like, let me tell you this cool thing that I learned that I like figured out myself. I'm just saying like, God showed me this in his word today. And so I think like mm -hmm. demystifying it and de-spookifying it um, is so important, you know, because yeah. for sure, sometimes I'll have lightning bolts of like, oh, there, this is an idea so crazy, or this is like a thought so nuts. It can kind of only be God. Um, yeah. And at that point, I've got to like check it against his word. I've got to like check it with other people. But for the most part, it's just everyday, regular, like vision and desire. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. that's what it looks like for me. How about for you? Do you mind me asking? I, I just love hearing what other people say too, because I think oh, we yeah. do all hear from him differently. Absolutely. I, I mean, I agree. And I think you and I, I think I'm in line with what you're saying about um, kind of thinking everything's from him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I'm literally, I literally tell any online mentoring girls, I'm like, if anything good is said for out of my mouth, it ain't me. So you just can go ahead and assume that that's the Lord. If you learn anything, if you receive anything, that's the Lord. That ain't me. If you, if something doesn't sit right with you, that's going to be me. (laughs) That's that's me. Uh, Maybe inserting my opinion when it shouldn't be there, you know? Um, But that's kind of like my, my thing is like, if something feels good or feels right or feels encouraging or convicting, then that's from the Lord. If it feels shame filled, then that's human. That's the enemy. Like that's not. That's not from him, but I personally, uh, one of my things is going into the throne room and all that looks like for me, that's where I, that's where I like, that's where most of our conversations happen or, you know, on walks, I'll do like prayer walks and stuff like that. But, um, I'll, I'll, no matter what, I'm going into the throne room every day and it looks different every day, not the actual throne room, but what's happening in the throne room. You know, sometimes yeah. that's just, I'm a C. I like to see things. I'm a very visual learner. So, you know, I remember one time walking in to the throne room with all of the gifts that he's given me in my hands mm-hmm. and I hid them behind my back. Mm-hmm. And not, not like, this is not me like purposefully doing it. This is just what I see whenever yep. I go in there. And it was that, that was the Lord kind of showing me the position of my heart and giving me the opportunity to bring those gifts back in front of me and hand them over and surrender them to him. And then, you know, sometimes I'll go in and be in the fetal position face down weeping and just, I can't. And then some days, one time I went in, walked in and there was just like this halo of like um, debris, like dirt, like weird stuff and shrapnel and stuff. And Jesus stood right in front of me, took that off of my head and replaced it with a gold halo and was like, no, you don't live under this. Like you Mm. live, you don't live under this identity. You live under my identity for you. And it's that kind of, those kind of pictures and I don't know, moments for me that I'm just like, there's no way that this isn't what I'm meant to tell people. You know, wow. like I, ha- I have yeah. to tell someone about this. I have to tell someone that that he's telling them the same thing. Wow, I love it. it. Can't just be me. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Man, that's so good. That's so beautiful. I just I, and and I'm thinking like right now in this moment, I'm thinking about someone who is just listening to this and being like. I'm struggling because none of those things sound like what's happening to me. Yeah. You know, I'm just imagining her, whoever that is, just like, what are y'all talking about? Right. So what would you say to her if she is just struggling or he, but you know, yeah. mainly in the audience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say you have to consider the alternative. So we Number one, like that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hear, I, I think you're so wise to say, like, okay, let's think about the immediate defeat 
that other people mm-hmm. might feel about like, oh, that does it doesn't work for me that way. Um, so what's the alternative? Because those limiting beliefs that keep us from thinking that we get to ex- that we can or cannot experience God like that, they are so clearly tools and schemes of the enemy. Because what's mm-hmm. the other option that God like plays favorites? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, or like that he picks and chooses, or even when women say like, you don't understand, I can't hear from God like that. It's not like that for me. I'm like, oh no, no. I I just believe that somewhere along the way, someone told you it was about your capacity to hear from God, Mm. but like, he doesn't work like that. Right. He, he chose us like while we were still sinners, he set us apart, like when we wouldn't have chosen him. And so he doesn't only like pick certain people to hear from him or to hear from him in like beautiful ways. He's like, I love talking to my kids. It brings me joy. Yeah. And so, um, I would say like, do I, do I believe it's very real for many people that they feel that they, that for a variety of reasons, they're like these limiting beliefs that keep them from feeling like they can hear from God or they can walk boldly into the throne of grace. I, I do. And I have like a lot of compassion for that, but I would say like, just because I, I have compassion, I believe those feelings are real. I think we still have to answer them with truth, which yeah. means like, he just doesn't play favorites. Like he loves his kids. He yeah. loves spending time with his kids. Um, and that helps me a lot to remember, like, it's not about my capacity. It's not about whether or not he likes me. It's not about if he's feeling me today, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just, he just really loves to talk to me and to spend time with me. Yeah. He's not going to abandon you or leave you outside of the, locked out of the throne room. Yeah. 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 And then it might take practice to like, right. It might take practice to like learn what that looks like for you. Like, um, and I would say like, yeah, throw off the perception of what that looks like. You, you mentioned the East court course. We just came out with an e-course at go and tell girls called inhale and exhale. And one of the courses we talk about worship and we say like, Hey, don't assume that because your friend worships in a, B and C way that that is how it has to look for you. Like, It doesn't need to be a stack of books and like highlighters if you need to move and like go on a walk with God, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be a podcast for you if you need to like jack the music up real high and talk out loud. We get to figure out what it looks like for us to spend time with him and to go into the throne room and like how we're like uniquely wired to do that. Yeah. And isn't it so beautiful that he meets, he has a unique language with each of us. Yeah, like he meets us on the walks or in the at a, in a dance party or in the quiet. Like he's he's gonna meet us where we are, and that's just the most comforting thing in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Just incredible. He's so nice. So, <laughs> he's, he's, what a what a sweet guy. <laughs> a really good one. He really is, and you know, I'm just thinking like how much you pour out as, in your work and how much you equip women and all the things that you do from books to e-courses to podcasts and with all the things that you are doing um, for you to be able to, for us to be able to pour out, you know, this is you pouring into us. So we are able to pour out. And I just would love to hear any prayer requests that you might have for our community to pray Mm -hmm. for you as a a portion of pouring in for you. So how can we pray for you? Such a good question. Such a kind question. Thank you so much. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, so I'm not sure when this is going to air. It's like we're nearing the end of 2020. 2020 was actually like a um, sabbatical year for our family. We went on a sabbatical in July, but um, we also knew that there was going to be some holding back this year. We weren't going to start new things. Um, We were just asking God for some, um, for like a pause. And we experienced that. We experienced a lot of rest, um, a lot of renewal in our family and in our personal lives. Um, That being said, we have a lot that God has asked us to do. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. we, um, it's even like your first question, right? Like what, what, where was there a time where you felt confident? I perceive, um, that God, you know, he, he, he talks to me a lot through metaphors and like through, uh, you know, like almost like symbolism. So our church, this is the end of our seventh year of our church. This is the beginning of our seventh year as a church. And for us, we're saying like, we're no longer a church plant. It's part of the language we're changing. Like we're not a church plant. Like we're a church, we're planted. Um, and I think that there's some, for me, some like symbolism there about 2021 where I feel like God's like, Hey, um, you're in it now. Yeah. Maybe stop wondering like if anyone's coming along to replace you, mm-hmm. maybe like, maybe now we're done with some of the wondering about like, if you have it, what it takes, because, because like you're in it now. And I wonder what it would look like. I feel like this is what he's asking me. Like, I wonder what it would look like if you moved boldly into the year, not like, Oh, I hope he shows up. Like we're in this, like we are leading a family. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what like age your listeners are, but I'll tell you, I'm at this panicky age where like my kids are developing, like, (laughs) you hear me whispering, my kids are like (laughs) developing like romantic relationships. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we're, yeah. in, I'm like, oh, I am a parent. But like yeah. I have days where I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. When did this happen? Wait, how do yeah. we get here? Like, yeah. when did I, when did I get on this side of like my church is seven years old, my kids are teenagers, um, you know, I've, I've just like finished my ninth manuscript. Like, I still feel like I'm like a freshman, and I'm like, oh, when are the big kids gonna get here and take over? So I just <laughs> perceive there might be some like boldness in 2021 that I need to move into. Yeah. Wow. I'm so pumped for that for you. Like, yes and amen. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for asking. That is awesome. Of course. And friends, you heard it. We are praying over Jess and her sweet family. They're awesome. And Jess, can you share where they can hang out with you on the internet? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on the gram, Jess A. Connolly. Um, and that's the, that's the best place to get me or jessconnolly.com. I'm, I'm really hoping to book you for like a private session to teach me how to do reels. So like once, <laughs> once you teach me what to do, cause I genuinely, and I need to know that I'll be on reels, like, which, you know, same yeah. name, Jess A. Connolly. But, um, yeah, those are the best places to catch me. Go and tell gals. It's also on Instagram and go and tell gals.com, which is where we just equip and encourage women in their God given gifting. So any of those places. Absolutely. Jess, yeah. thank you so, so much for hanging out today. I so appreciate it. Yeah, I love you, friend. Thank you so much for having me. Love you. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. 
I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.